Hi, I'm Pastor Jack, and this is You Think? I'd like to talk about Christmas. Christmas. I know it's October. Here in the Philippines, uh, Filipinos start preparing for Christmas in September. They call them the Burr Months. And uh, they put up lights, and they do their decorating, and uh, it's, it's kind of interesting. It, it's also overdone, and we spent a lot of money, but it's, it's kind of nice. Anyway, uh, the other day, my, my daughter started telling me she wanted to uh, decorate the house for Christmas. And, you know, we never did that. As a kid... Uh, my father would take my brother and I, and, and we'd go down to uh, Rush's Bar on Fulton Street in Brooklyn, and we'd buy a tree, and we bought it Christmas Eve. And the reason why we bought it Christmas Eve is my father never had any money. Uh, he's just a poor guy, a, a, a factory worker. And so he went down there, and we got the best deal on Christmas Eve. And even then, you'd hear him complain, $5 for a Christmas tree, what are they out of their minds? But we got the tree, and we decorated it all the same night. And then the next day, we'd have presents under the tree, and it would be uh, uh, very interesting. I think for about a week after that, that tree stayed up. I think we put took it down, uh, they call it Little Christmas, January 6th. And it always had a, a good feeling to me. Uh, to see my toys and my my brothers and my sister's toys under the tree and see those lights going off and on. It, it was just a good thing. So when my daughter said to me, I'd like to decorate for Christmas, I thought, man, this is only October. What? what? And then I said, oh, go ahead, let her, let her. All right, Lynn, go ahead, do your thing. Do what you got to do. So she put up the tree and decorated the tree, and that was fantastic. And uh, then she decorated the uh, handrail going up up the stairs with holly and Christmas ornaments and tinsel or garland rather. Uh, she decorated the clock. She put a wreath around the clock, made it look like a wreath, and around the television screen she put a little holly. And then we ordered some bubble lights because when I was a kid, we had bubble lights. And it was a long time ago. It's hard to find. You have to go to Amazon to find them. So uh, we ordered the bubble lights. Of course, the bubble lights came and uh, we ordered seven replacement bulbs. I, I didn't know that I needed the wire. I thought it was all complete. So I had to have a, a set of wires made, but that only cost me a couple of dollars. But when the bulbs came, out of seven, only two of them worked. Well, I notified them, and uh, we sent them back. They're going to send me some more. But but the whole thing is uh, a little ridiculous, you know? And, and so with Christmas comes some problems, all right? Uh, right now, it's just the bulbs. Who knows what will be down the line. We ordered... Uh, my children's uh, stuff from an online company and uh, also a couple of my nieces and nephew uh, from an online company and uh, we don't know I mean it's supposed to come early last year it came late that's why we ordered early this year but 
this is part of the deal with Christmas. You run around, you decorate, you you buy gifts, and we're going to have a big dinner. I want to have a paella. I like paella, and I'm a pretty good cook, so it should come out good if I don't brag myself. But, uh, you know, Christmas is a fun time. It's a good time, but it's also a time that we need to recognize who God is. And quite frankly, many people don't, but Christians do. Christians do, because as much fun as we have, God is always part of it. Let's talk a little bit about Christmas. Christmas begins with a promise of a Redeemer. Wow, there's the present. I'm going to give you a Redeemer. In Job 19.25, Job says, For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Job spoke of him, knowing him only as God, the Redeemer, and the one who would come in the latter day. It's all God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It's all God. Isaiah also knew him. Isaiah said in uh, 44, 6, Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last, and beside me there is no God. Wow. Who? The King of Israel and his Redeemer. What will he do? He will come. Isaiah 59, 20. And the Redeemer shall come to Zion, and unto them that turn from transgression in Jacob, saith the Lord. He will come for all who repent. Christ was the Redeemer even before he came as a babe. He fought for Israel and devoured their enemies. But the promise of his coming was not to win a battle, but to win the entire war. The war against the devil and his angels. The war against sin and eternal damnation. The war that will save all who would come to him. Isaiah 59, 20. And the Redeemer shall come to Zion. And unto them that turn from transgression in Jacob, saith the Lord, rejoice. The plan of salvation is mind-boggling. Matthew 1, 22, it says, now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying Behold a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel which being interpreted is God with us. Wow what an incredible announcement. A virgin is going to have a child. And, and, you know, if you would hear that, you would say, if you were an unbeliever, you would say impossible. And if you were a believer, you would just wonder. But did you notice what they call him? They called his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Jesus was God, absolutely. God wanted to save us because, as most of you know, we were separated from him when Adam was expelled from the Garden of Eden. God's plan included him becoming a baby with all the worldly functions of a baby, susceptible to sickness and disease. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like we are, yet without sin. Imagine that. 
Can you go a day without sinning? I, I, I know you're not, maybe you're not an axe murderer, but can you go a day without yelling at somebody for no reason or, or, or getting unruly or mad? Can you imagine? He was tempted just like us, but he never sinned. He knows what it's like to be us. He had, he's, well, 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 let me read that again. For we have not, we don't have, a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted just as we are, yet without sin. He's gone through everything we've gone through, and yet he didn't sin. I know many times I've sinned. I wish I could change that, but that's not human nature. Human nature is to sin. The only thing I could do is fight against it as hard as I can, win as many battles as I can, and let God help me. But that's not to say I'm never going to sin again. Of course I'll sin. I'm a man. Let's go back. Imagine the God of all became a baby and was born in a manger in Bethlehem. That's a little ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, God. Not the king, not the president. God. He became a man. He was born in a manger. What's a manger? Manja means to eat in Italian. That's where the horses ate from. That was the horse trough. And where was the place? Bethlehem. The house of bread. Yet there was so uh, there was no crowds of adorers. The angels came, and a few shepherds and wise men. Who knows how many? Yet you would think the greatest thing to ever happen on the face of the earth. Surely, the Bible scholars was looking towards their salvation. No. Yet two thousand years later, we celebrate Christmas. We should have called it Salvation Sunday because he is our salvation. Perhaps we could have it called Happy Birthday Jesus because even though it may not be the exact day we picked that day to celebrate. Is it wrong to celebrate? How can it be? To show affection, happiness, and joy for God sending his Son unto us and giving us eternal life? How can it ever be wrong? As the Jews celebrated with laughter and wine and food and song and dancing and happiness, let us also. We exchanged presents, and that is also good. I know Christmas wasn't on December 25th. I know Christmas was a pagan holiday. Well, not Christmas, but the celebration of Ra, the sun god. I know all that. Matter of fact, if you go through all the days in the whole year, I, I, I probably dare you to present me with one day that wasn't a pagan holiday of some sort at some time. So you see, just because we had it on Christmas, I know why they did that. They wanted to show the pagans <coughs> Christianity. So they kept the same day that they were used to celebrating. I know that. I know the... The, uh, the Bible talks about the fir tree. Do not decorate the fir tree with silver and gold 
as the pagans do. And I'm going to ask everyone out there that ever had a Christmas tree, did you ever bow down and worship it? Have you ever prayed to it? Have you ever said, my God, my God, my beautiful God? Of course not. That's ridiculous. We don't celebrate paganism. We celebrate the birth of Christ. We celebrate the meaning of Christ coming to us and saving us from our sins. And yes, we eat and we drink and we dance and we smile and, we, and we're happy just like the Jews did. This is what God wants from us. He wants his children to rejoice. Just remember him. Just remember it's his day. He doesn't say get on your knees and pray all day, as some religions might want to do. All right? We have a faith. We already know he's with us at the party. And as we party, let us remember him. Let us never forget. First Peter 138 says, 138, For as much as we know that we were not redeemed with corruptible things, as silver or gold from your vain conversation or your vain life received by tradition from your fathers. We weren't saved by somebody buying us with corruptible things such as silver or gold. We were saved by the blood of Jesus. First Peter 1.19 But with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. You remember the Jewish religion. They used to sacrifice a lamb, and the lamb couldn't have a broken leg. It couldn't be spotted. It couldn't be dirty or, or hurt. It had to be the perfect lamb, the best lamb of the flock. Jesus was God's perfect lamb that died for us. 1 Peter 1.21 says, Who by turn do believe, uh, who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit unto unfeigned or unfaked love of the brethren. We're not faking it. We really love them. See that you love one another as a pure heart fervently. Love one another with a pure heart fervently. Like you're on fire. Each one of your brethren, each one of your family, treat them like gold. Your Christian family around you, treat them like gold. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. See, we were born of, of corruptible seed. Our parents, that seed will die off. Our parents, uh, grandparents have died. Some of our parents have died. And, and actually, if you're listening to this, you didn't die yet, just in case you want to know. But you will, you will. There is a time, it is appointed unto man once to die. And after that, the judgment. Remember this Christmas and all time. We celebrate God and his Christ. We celebrate our salvation and we celebrate our freedom from sin. 
I pray you to focus on this, his time of celebration. Can you imagine being in jail for 30 years and all of a sudden being left out, let out of jail, and all your friends get together and throw you a party? Do you sit there and reminisce about your years in jail? Or do you enjoy the party? This Christmas, don't reminisce about your past life or your sins. We're not celebrating our sins or our past life. We're celebrating our purity in Christ, our salvation in Christ. And that, my friend, is what Christmas is all about. I'm not in the habit of asking for money, but this Christmas, we have a lot of children here in Piatas, Philippines. They're very poor. And without donations, they will not celebrate Christmas. So if you're so inclined, God leads you. Uh, please send something to DonatePhilippines.com. That's Donate, D-O-N-A-T-E, Philippines, P-H-I-L-I-P-P-I-N-E-S.com. You can put a forward slash donate there, all right? And that will bring us to a site where you can donate with your bank card, with your credit card. There's also, you can read down below how to send a check, a money order, anything. So we would appreciate that. In the meantime, Lord God, talk to these people and give them peace and joy and happiness and all the great things that Christmas brings. Let them celebrate. Let them have parties. Let them remember you in all things. And we ask you to bless them in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Remember, if you want to talk to me, uh, email 7101 at USA.net. That's 7101 at USA.net. Thank you. Have a great day.